everybody. How we doing all out there? Good. How are you? <laughs> I wonder Zoom. if there is a town in the United States called Zoomville or Zoomtown. <laughs> will be Check now. that. I want to welcome you all to yet another, <coughs> yes, another edition of On the Mark Sports Talk with your host. Here I am, Mark with a C. And if anyone writes me a note and puts the K, you're not listening. You're just not listening, not comprehending. Anyway, welcome to our 97th, 97th, 97th show in 97 weeks. You what don't want a day over 70. Anyway, we're rich in a, it, inching our way to the big 100 show, which is now three weeks away. The one zero zero. One zero zero. A whole new whatever will take place on one zero zero. Um, I want to thank you all for your condolences for my uh, father-in-law who passed. Um, Michelle got the call from the uh, rehab center where he was around two o'clock this morning. In Queens and- Yeah, in Forest Hills, in Forest Hills. And uh, they made all the arrangements today. The funeral's gonna be Sunday. Okay. Man was 91, never recovered from the COVID and pneumonia that he had in December. Ah, stinks, but okay. He's in a better place now. And uh, we'll go from there. Okay, please remember to join us on the 31st of March, the monumental day, the occasion, the fabulous achievement from all of us. Remember, as I told you every week, you guys make the show. I may do a lot of talking, but you guys make the show. Ron, how are we doing with Glenn Consor? I haven't been in touch with him, but... You can lie. Why? You can lie. Don't worry, he'll be. I'm sure he'll be on. I'll be in touch with him next week. I'll okay. touch base with him. Okay, okay. Does he, does he notice how hot the Knicks have become? On? I'm sure he does. Student, the he hottest in basketball. He grew up liking the Knicks, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, your T-shirts that you ordered uh, for the 100 show will arrive really soon, and once they come in, you'll get a text from me and a phone call from me. I have to go around. Uh, we'll meet and we'll give them out. I want to thank Danny. Where's Danny? Danny. I want to thank Raise you. Your hand. Uh, it, you really talked up this show Friday night on the announcements. Danny was mm-hmm. the official Beamer officer for yes. the uh, temple uh, on Friday night service. And you spent a good couple of minutes talking about you talked up the show. Thank you very, very much. Oh, yeah. uh, and for those who were there, you could agree with me. Okay. It almost brought a Brief. tear to my eye. Really? <laughs> <laughs> it really is. By this, which, by eye, the way, which eye, Mark? Which uh, this eye? one right here. Anyway, the um, <coughs> I have something also special for the 100th show. And as it gets a little bit closer, I'll tell you what that is. A little, little assignment for you guys. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, so here we are, number 97. 97. Gerald, I don't know how many people you found with 97 who wore a uniform or wears the uniform 97. Mm. You are on now. By the way, this portion of the On the Mark show is sponsored by Rain. What <laughs> <laughs> you got there, Gerald? 97. Joe Baymel, Connor McDavid, Broderick Thomas. Cameron David, Cornelius Bent, Larois, Glover, 
Bryant Youngs, Simeon Rice, Rick yeah. Ackerman, Nick Bosa, Gino Atkins, Patrick Kearney, right. Mario Addison, Malik Jackson, Calvin Pace, Marvin Washington, Scott Radisic, Darwin Walker, Rufus Porter, Kelly Gregg, and Ronaldo Wynn. Okay, anyone uh, want to add to them? Joey Bosa of uh, the Chargers also wears 97. Are they Brother. both wear the same number? I believe did, so. Did not know that. Did so. not know that. And again, I don't know where you get your numbers from. Don't tell us. Uh, Ron, you have another one? Well, just not, it's a minor player. He used to play for the Rangers, and his name was Matt Gilroy. Oh, yeah. And, right. and the connection is his father was Frank Gilroy. St. John's. Played right. in St. John's. Played at St. John's. And I actually used to play with Frank in this PS21 schoolyard. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. You see the guy who wrote on the trees? Gilroy was here? <laughs> I don't think yes. so. That's Kilroy with a K. Oh, Kilroy. Kilroy, what do you know? The same thing. I got a, uh, something wrong with my ear. Well, here. we weren't in World War II, so we wouldn't know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, thank you for we 97. Quite a, quite a, you know, a couple of names. Maybe next week for 98, 99, when you say a, play, a person's name, mm. if you can give the association, like Simeon Rice. Football, Football. right? Football. Yeah. Yeah. Football. Yeah. Some of those names okay. I never heard of and I have no idea. I don't know if you guys recognize any of those names except for a few. All right, as far as beep beeps go, I did find one beep beep this week in my lookings aroundings. <laughs> uh, Morgan Sword. S W O R D. Anyone know who he is? No. Something to do with the owners negotiating. Absolutely. He's part of this negotiating team. He's an executive vice president for Major League Baseball's operations. But Morgan Sword, like yeah. the Sword, you know? Yeah. I thought that's the Okay, let's move Thank on you. to this day in sports. This Having exact day, March 10th. Okay, Fred, this day in sports, maybe get ahead to it. In 1888, it was around there in 18, no, 1888. Boxing heavyweight champion. This is John L. Sullivan. We all heard of John L. Sullivan. Yep. He fighting those days with bare fists. Bare, bare knuckles. Bare knuckles. Bare knuckles. Well, he fought in a championship bout with a guy named Charlie Mitchell, and they fought for 30 rounds, oh. and the thing ended in a draw. <laughs> I don't know how the rules were in those days, but. They must have kept a running score or whatever. And it ended probably both dropped Maybe I win by two. Time. <laughs> Who knows? But 30 rounds. <clears throat> 1941, Lee McPhail, who at that time was the Dodgers uh, general manager. Yeah. manager. Right. In 1941, he said, I bet every baseball player in the future will be wearing a batting helmet. Don't know why he said it. Hmm. But I guess the guy was right, right? No, he knew it was going to happen to Tony Canigliaro. That's why. Yeah. Well, the one, the one guy that got yeah, Don Zimmer in, in the twenties. Say it again, oh, there, uh, <clears throat> Stephen. Someone got beamed in the twenties and got killed by Carl Mays. Was that's right? Yes. Yeah. He's the only one ever got killed from a beam. Canigliaro, um, Canigliaro didn't die from the. Um, yeah, but Zimmer, Zimmer got beamed twice. 
Yeah, but he, he still he lived to talk same. about it. But um, do any of you guys remember any players in your time that came up to bat without a helmet? Yeah. Oh, yeah, before the helmets were required. Yeah, when you, re you remember that? Because I don't yeah. remember that. The 60s. Yeah. The 60s, yeah. Then they came with a hot hat, but the ears yeah. were exposed. Then they yeah. put the flap. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Enough of that. 1949. Right, Gerald. Gerald has a question. Oh, Gerald has a question. What do you got? I Gerald. just want to mention that if I remember correctly, when Don Simmons was on the was in the minor leagues, he was beamed and he had a metal plate mm -hmm. in his head for the rest of his life. So he was one example. Yeah. But he was being I think he was beamed twice. In the majors. Yeah. I, I actually remember the picture. How how Jeff goes. Oh, I, I think, I I think with that uh, metal plate in his head, he also on the side was a professional wrestler, and he was famous for the headbutt. <laughs> uh, in 1949, there was a Tiger pitcher. His name was Art Houderman. 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 I'm glad you're older than me. You remember these guys' names. Art Houderman, critically injured in a car accident. But he recovered and went on to win 15 games that season. Pretty good. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and 57, thousands of soccer fans rioted in Italy. That was <laughs> a bunch of thousands of people uh, rioting at a, at a game. So, Mark, why did they riot? Uh, I don't know. There was something hilarious going on. I don't know what. No. Do we know why they rioted? It's no, a goal. It's not, no, it wasn't a goal. I don't know. A bad call. I don't know. <laughs> I'm from Italy. You're game. from Germany. Let's fight. Um, 1959, Dorothy Comiskey Rigney sells her 54% share of the White Sox to ding, 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 ding. Bill Vec. Bill Vec. Bill Vec. Bill Vec. $27 Just $27 million. Mm. 1962, working our way up to the present, uh, due to a no blacks policy, <laughs> the Phillies packed up and left Jack Tar Harrison Hotel uh, in Clearwater. That's where they trained in the spring. And they went 20 miles away uh, to, to set up camp because it, that hotel they went to allowed black people. 1963, a year later, Pete Rose debuts in the minor leagues, his first minor league season. His first two times up, single, single. The start of his life, right? Yeah. Promptly gets two hits in his first two times at bat. In 63 also, the same day, Will Chamberlain scores 70, but his team lost. 163 to 148 to the Syracuse Nationals. Mm. 83, Walter Alston is announced to enter the Hall of Fame. That's cool. In 1985, remember Dick Bada, the coach, yeah. the basketball coach? coach? Yeah. He became the fourth one to win 700 games. Now you got to go back to 1985. I wonder who had 700 games prior to him at that point. I don't have, I don't know. Maybe Red Arback. Red Holzman, yeah. maybe. Alex, Alex well, Adam. Holzman only Adam. had 613. 
That's right. Oh, yeah, it's up right. on the rest. is up at the garden. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's right. Maybe. Right. One win for each commandment. Exactly. <laughs> Here's another one. 1991. Mm-hmm. College coach. Um, Eddie Sutton. Remember Eddie Sutton? Sure. No. Arkansas, Oklahoma State, Kentucky. Kentucky. See, right. there's your backup, Mark. There's your backup. Um, <laughs> Eddie Sutton becomes the first team, first coach to lead four different schools into mm-hmm. the NCAA. So he led right. Arkansas, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma State, Kentucky, Kentucky. 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 Who was the fourth? Uh, got me. All right, we can figure right. that out. Four Arkansas, probably. <laughs> yeah. And here's an interesting one. <laughs> I, I laugh when I read this one, but it's a little. In 2018, what, two what girls, did it, did two girls, become the first female weightlifters <laughs> to appear on Iranian TV after a protest. No, just came up. I don't figure this one out at all. Can you figure this one out? Two girls there, and I, I read it, I looked twice, three times, eight and six. Maybe to make a point. I'm a weightlifter. I'm a girl. I want to compete yeah. uh, after a protest. All right. That's all I have for this day. Uh, you have one there, uh, Gerald? I have a list of the winningest NBA coaches in order. Uh, Popovich and Don Nelson each had 1,335 victories. Lenny Wilkins, 1,332. Jerry Sloan, 1,221. Pat Riley, 1,210. George Carl, 1175. Phil Jackson, 1155. Larry Brown, 1098. Rick Adelman, 1042. Doc Rivers, 1032. Bill Fitch, 944. Rick Orbach, 938. Dick Mata, 935, etc. Okay. Mata got to 700 on this day in 85. All right. Let's go on. Oh, we're up to Michael. You have a little rant? Oh, I, Mark, Fred had a question. Fred, you had, I think you, I had to mute you, Fred. What do you got? Unmute yourself. He's still talking. <laughs> Fred, you, you're uh, muted, Fred. You're muted, Fred. Mark, the other team was Creighton. Creighton? Creighton. Thank you. Okay. Sorry. Creighton. I didn't yeah. Creighton. say something here. <laughs> you want to say something, Fred? No, I said it. Creighton. I wrote to Michael's rant. Brought Michael, to you, you have by, a rant this week? What's, what's the, what am I brought to you by? Oh, okay, okay. Well, they, you're sponsored this week by Safe Deposit Boxes. <laughs> just in case you wanted to know. There you go. What do you got? Well, there's nothing really that exciting going on with the Yankees lately. We're still waiting for the uh, uh, shortstop to be picked and uh, who's going to replace uh, Void. But anyway, I started Googling around. And in my mind, I always felt that I knew the best team in the history of baseball. And uh, I found an article that uh, confirmed that that agrees with uh, the team that I think is the greatest team in baseball. And to me, and some of you will object, the greatest team I've ever seen in all my years as a baseball fan is the 1998 Yankees. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing, 98. The 1998 Yankees, to say the uh, the 1961 Yankees with Barris and Mantle and and all those, 
and probably also in the 27 Yankees with Ruth and Garrett, the 19... 98 Yankees, they had nobody who wasn't any good. I mean, hmm. their 25th player might have been Homer Bush, and, and they were just a terrific team. So some of the articles, some, some, I won't read too much of it, but it says here, if you ask most Yankee fans, any if you ask any most, if you ask most Yankee fans any discussion of the greatest team in baseball history, it can only involve one of two teams, the Murder, Murderer's Row of 1927, and the 1998 juggernaut that steamrolled its competition in route to 125 combined victories. There might be some who might say uh, 61 might be a, a, an equal team, but for the most part, it is difficult to choose between the 27 and the 90, 1998 Yankees. In fact, even neutral observers who aren't Yankee fans might rank them number one and number two of all time. And it says here in the article, my book, the 1998 club gets the gets the edge. The margin is slim, and yet you think of some of these players: Jeter, O'Neill, Brocious, Williams, Tino, uh, Jorge when he was still good, Knobloch when he was uh, good, Daryl Strawberry all of a sudden had a renaissance. Tim Raines was incredible. By the way, Tim Raines he might be the best player I've ever seen in my entire life, believe it or not, because of, uh, years ago when we were going to Colorado. He was playing for the Denver Bears. I have never seen a player better than Tim Raines in the minor leagues. He was unbelievable. So uh, a good number of teams had superstars, but the 1998 Yankees, just everybody was just uh, really either good to wonderful. No no super-duper stars. I mean, I guess Bernie Williams, he won the batting title, right? Jeter was uh, in his first superstar season on his way to a Hall of Fame career. Paul O'Neill was named the fifth all to his fifth all-star team already. Tino finally uh, got over the uh, the uh, replacement of, of Mattingly, and uh, he really started to feel his own. And it was really something. And look who uh, really picked up the team, Met fans, but Daryl Strawberry. So uh, that's right. So that, that's basically what I was going to say. Uh, uh, Brocious was one of the one of the best. He, he was a player to be named later, but the third, it wasn't a better third baseman in those days than Brocious. And you're going mm -hmm. on and on. So uh, pitching, what about the pitching? They say yeah. uh, here, the best staff in the American League, the only staff a little better might have been the Braves, who had three Hall of Fame starters. And the Yankees matched them shot for shot. Uh, David Wells pitched a no-hitter, right? They, they were just a El Duque was unhittable, okay? And uh, I have incredible videos uh, in the article. But uh, that's my story, the 1998 Yankees. I was going to do a little bit of a report on uh, on Cliff Freight. Yes. A few people want to comment on that. Let's see. Uh, thank you on that. Uh, Stephen. Yeah, the, uh, backing up Michael's point, the, the number nine hitter, Scott Brocious, had 99 yeah. RBIs that year, or 98, one of the two. Right, and he was the last, he batted ninth. Okay. Right, so why I'm saying this, and it's not going to happen now because the baseball lockout is over. <laughs> but if they did have the lockout, uh, the only you know a way to survive, like I said last uh, uh, podcast, is to recreate or relive our great seasons of the teams that we really loved. And I could watch the 1998 Yankees. Uh, 
those games over again. If there was going to be a lockout, then uh, I wouldn't be surprised if some Mets fans wouldn't mind watching the 1986 season, which was probably one of the best teams I've ever seen. By the way, uh, as not a Mets fan, I was a Mets fan of 1986 because back in those days, the country really hated New York. And uh, there's always a lot of horrible things being said about it. They still do. Gerald, go ahead, Gerald. Right. Gerald. That's my story. The 1990, the greatest team in history of baseball. And that's my story. So, so Mike, uh, speaking of Tim Raines, who I thought was a great, great professional hitter, I'll never forget one year he held out until May 1st. And they said to him, do you want to, in any minor league games to get in shape, get your batting eye uh, uh, coordinated. He said, no, nah, no, nah, it's no problem. I'll just go out and play. That's never, right. never heard anything like that. That's right. And Jerry, by the way, when I saw him in the minor leagues, there was no way he could walk or hit a single because anytime he would walk or hit a single, he would almost always steal second. That's how he was. That's how good he was. So that's, what, that's one of my highlights as a baseball fan experiencing the Denver Bears are actually an affiliate of the Montreal Expos. The manager, by the way, was a guy by the name of Felipe Alou. Oh, and it was just a incredible, an incredible experience watching the Denver Bears at Mile High Stadium. And I took my little baby Jesse. In, the, in those days, you could you could afford to do it in a, in a place like that. And I put him in the sky box, the luxury box, and watching minor league baseball at Mile High Stadium, the Denver Bears, and they had a great, great team. Uh, I think Ralph Houck was one of the former managers. But, uh, th that's my story. That's my rant. Okay, thank you thank for you. that. Thank <coughs> you. And we'll talk about the lockout in a few minutes. Uh, we're up to uh, Howie and your West Coast report. Do you have a report for oh. us? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you're, sponsored, you're sponsored this week by Pooper What's the sponsor? Pooper Scoopers. Uh, <laughs> oh, I love Pooper Scoopers. <laughs> you got uh, You got to be better than that. Seriously? Uh, that that's, uh, they called in. They said do Pooper Scoopers. Okay. What do you got, right, Howie, yeah. in the West Coast? Well, uh, the Warriors, uh, uh, who won last night, who looked really good against the Clippers, have been looking bad lately. They had lost four in a row. And uh, LeBron uh, got 56 on them last Saturday night. And their problem was they're playing poor defense. They're not, they're allowing guys to go right to the basket, which LeBron was doing all, all night Saturday. Uh, however, uh, Draymond Green is returning next week, I think Monday night. And uh, Wiseman, the seven foot one uh, sophomore, 20 year old uh, center, should be coming about a week after that. He's playing in the G ball uh, this week. Uh, but you got to hand it to them. They were they could have been tempted by trading some of their young stars, like uh, their two first rounders, Moody and Kaminga, who are playing very well. But they decide not to. They're keeping them as foundations for the future. And uh, uh, they played really well last night. And after the game last night, the coach, Steve Kerr, liked the fact that he had three of his guards out there playing at the same time. And that was Curry, Thompson, and Jordan Poole, who's been coming off the bench and was playing very well. And he thought that he might play them uh, at times in, in the future from here on out. I would, get, I would think he'd play th those three 
Wiggins at the forward, the other forward, and Draymond at small center because Weissman's not going to play that much. Looney's the basic center, but that's kind of what they like going forward. Uh, the other news is uh, the Colts trading uh, Carson Wentz to Washington. And so now the Jimmy G sweepstakes are going to begin. Uh, Garoppolo just has shoulder operated uh, the other day and won't be throwing until July. But uh, the fact that Rogers resigned with the Packers and uh, Wilson was traded to the uh, Broncos. Broncos means that uh, Jimmy G's value has gone up, and probably the team that would uh, go for him would be a team like the Colts, who are ready for the playoffs and maybe need that additional zoom, you know, veteran to push them along. There'll probably be other teams that'll be competing for him, but his trade value certainly went up. Probably a, a couple of second or third rounders for Jimmy D. So that's what they're talking about out here. Okay. That's it, Mark. Um, Thank Mark, you on Mark. the West Coast. Uh, <clears throat> Howie, I'd like to get your take. I, I've noticed that Clay Thompson isn't really the player he was before the injury. Do you think it's the injury or his shooting has been off too? Shooting's been off lately, especially three points. His defense, they, they <clears throat> mentioned that. They said his defense has not been the same. He's not been the play Thompson before the injury. Right. I don't know if that will improve with experience or if that defensibility is gone, but they've noticed it here. Yeah. They, they, their defense uh, has not been good uh Lately, Wiggins, who was playing defense, real good defense earlier, has let up. Poole has been adjusting to him coming off the bench. Uh, so uh, they really got to get their hand, you know, head around defense. They've been playing a lot of their bench. But you're right. Thompson is not the same yeah, player. It's he, a shame because he was definitely one, one of the greatest players in the league at the time of the injuries. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. sure. But he's 32 and hasn't played in two years, so we mm-hmm. might be on a downhill slope. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I mean, certainly defensively, he's not the same. Roger. And offensively, uh, Curry was uh, kind of saying after the game uh, the other night uh, that Clay's shot, he told, he told him to keep shooting. His shot will come back. Because I think he was like, Two of nine from three yeah, point range, something, something like, that. like that. Yeah, which is yeah. unclay like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh they got they got scorers on the team besides Thompson, and so uh they can be patient with that. But yeah, his defense is not the same. Okay, thanks. All right, <laughs> thanks on that. Roger, you want to add to that? And just Antoine Howie, yeah, I was just watching ESPN this morning, and uh, I think that the Warriors are still tied for third best in terms of holding teams under 100 points, though. Yeah. So, and clearly they missed Draymond Green. I mean, he's, he's, he's the key there for them on the defense. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they're pretty happy with what they have. I'm very glad that they weren't tempted to trade for a big guy and lose <laughs> some of their young players because – Moses Moody and uh, Kaminga 
are really playing well off the bench. They're really, Kaminga, you can see it, with each game, he's becoming more and more uh, dominant, and he'll definitely be a force. It's encouraging to watch the team. I mean, I don't see, in the NBA, I don't see any team, you know, for sure being the team that'll win the, the title. I think you got a number of teams, including the Nets especially, uh, who will compete for the title. Uh, yeah, no. not. <laughs> or not. All right. No, they're very deep. They got a very deep bench to cover your Yeah. We'll see what happens. A few more weeks left in the season, right? And then we start the playoffs, right? Yeah. I'm curious, Ron. Do you think they're going to get rid of Westbrook or what? I don't see how they can because of his contract. I mean, I mean, I could get into it with the basketball. What he said the other day after people calling him Westbrook. And him yeah. complaining about it and saying it's only a game, you know, that type of thing. You're getting mm-hmm. paid $43 million to play this game. Look, I don't, the uh, death threats is one thing. That's uncalled for if that's what he was receiving. But if he's going to complain about people calling him Westbrook and making fun of his name, he's got to take the heat for that. That's for sure. He's, LeBron isn't LeBron anymore. Uh, you know, I watched last night's game and Westbrook turnovers and he's horrible. I'm sorry. He, he He's just been, so they, but they can't get rid of him. I don't mm. see how they can get rid of him. Was like almost overnight, almost overnight, because he was great. You know, he was, he was like the king yeah. of Oklahoma City. And overnight, yeah. look what he is now. Well, yeah. that that was a couple of years ago. That he, was he, then. He this had is now. In Washington, and uh, he, had, he had triple doubles for the Washington. Yep. Club. Yeah, played well last year. All right, Joe, you want to say something? No, I just wanted. I was going to ask Ron why he thought Westbrook is just uh, you know a shadow of what he used to be. Part of it has to be the team he's playing on. It could be, but he's a turnover machine. If you've ever watched him play, he's very erratic when he plays, and he lost his outside shot. Oh, he, wow. If yeah. you know, next time you watch a game with him in it, the players yeah. will dare him to take a free throw jump shot. They'll drop yeah. off him to go help really? rebound and let him shoot. Yeah. You know, I, it's amazing how somebody could lose a shot like that so quickly. It's yeah, a, you know, it's in, in New York, in New York, you don't see much of anybody. You don't see Oklahoma City very often, unless you, you know, watch the out-of-town games, which I usually don't. But I just followed Westbrook. He had, you know, more triple doubles. Right. Yeah. Than that was then. This is now. Roger. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right. Especially OKC back then. Right. You had you had Durant. You had Harden. You had Westbrook. I mean, it was it was a great great team to watch. I mean. Yeah. But I, I agree. He was always playing like know, a thousand miles an hour, it seemed like. And I always thought he took <laughs> shots also. His shooting percentage has never been – has he ever cracked 50%, Ron? I doubt it from the – I doubt – oh, from three-point? No, no. No, no. two-point. Two oh, two. I wouldn't even think he'd get two-point. No, he always, he's, he's got a lot of energy, which is great. But, yeah, he's just not – it's not working with the Lakers. For not, not a winner, Roger. He was never a winner. You know, you know who I remind – who reminds you of Pete Maravich? Pete Maravich was unbelievable, but he wasn't really Right. I, I, I get that. But, no, Westbrook had better supporting players around him, especially on OKC. And last year, he, he played very well for the Wizards. Yes, he did. Yeah. And, and what he needs – Steven. But, 
Westbrook needs the ball. And with right. the Lakers, LeBron has the ball. Right. There you go. Well, one other thing that was mentioned in the um, his press conference was, oh, well, I've been through this before. I've been I've been with four teams in the last four years. And you have to ask yourself, why? Why have you yeah. been with four teams in the last four years? When he goes to the There's bank every two weeks and cashes those checks, he's probably yeah. Yep. Howie, one, yep. one more and we'll go on. Well, it, it, it's funny because I watched the Lakers and I see Carmelo Anthony and he's fit in perfectly with them. You know, right. he's accepted his role and he's really good. Right. And the team is a sub 500 team. Imagine that. Four yeah, months ago, we, Ron, what do you say? You. I'm, I'm, I'm embarrassed to be a Laker fan today. Really <laughs> what a shame. <laughs> right, let's, move, let's move on. we got okay. a lot more to talk about. And we're up to Larry's Fairfax, Virginia report. Uh, you're sponsored this week by Naval Oranges. <laughs> I guess I can say <laughs> Naval Oranges. I get pooper scooper, he gets oranges? What do you got? <laughs> there, it's, it's a roll of the dice. What do you got there, uh, Larry, today? The story this week is entitled <clears throat> Opulence at a Virginia Steeplechase Race. Steeplechasing is a horse race that combines over-the-fence jumping with high-speed <laughs> flat racing. It started in 18th century Ireland, where riders would race from town to town using church steeples as starting and ending points. <laughs> Wow. You all see that? Yeah. 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 That's a steeplechase race I'm going to talk about now. That's pretty scary. <laughs> Virginia the Gold Cup is among the oldest <laughs> steeplechase races in the United States. <clears throat> first running in 1922. Every first Saturday in May, more than 50,000 spectators gather at a grass course near Middleburg, Virginia. 45 miles west of Washington, D.C. This course is often referred to as the crown jewel of steeplechase racing. Many years ago, my wife and I went to our first Virginia Gold Cup steeplechase race. The entry fee was $15 per, per car then. It's $100 today. Mm. Many of the spectators were tailgating and drinking heavily not even paying much attention to the racing. In contrast, we were closely watching the events while eating bread and cheese along with drinking some wine. <clears throat> As advertised, we did find this race thrilling and exciting. As an added surprise, a Rolls pulled up followed by a truck. Some men took a couch out of the truck and set up a table with a white tablecloth and silverware. Others were cooking a steak with all the trimmings. Out of the roll stepped an old lady who proceeded to sit down on the couch and watch the race while eating a sumptuous meal. <laughs> we were told that this old lady was from Middleburg, Virginia. Middleburg, Virginia is a town that offers 18th century architecture <clears throat> with 21, 21st century wealth. It is known for horse farms, vineyards, and house hound hunting for foxes. Paul Mellon, industrialist and banker, was here with his own airstrip. 
folks in this wealthy refuge were too genteel to gawk at the many celebrities who lived or spent considerable time here, such as President Ronald Reagan, First Lady Jackie Kennedy, Virginia Senator John Warner, movie star Liz Taylor, married to John Warner, and Washington, D.C. football owner Jack Kent Cook. Now, if you ever get out to, uh, to Washington, D.C., you might uh, visit Middlebury, Virginia, stop in at the 18th century Red Fox Tavern, have peanuts, peanut soup, and other things of that era. Thank you. Thank you for that. Very interesting. Something, Can I ask, uh, something uh, that we would never talk about on this show. People chase. <laughs> what do you Mark, got, Michael? Mark, could I ask Larry, do they have gambling? Uh, at the, the, could you bet on horses in uh, the steeplechase? They do now. They didn't uh, back then. What happens is there's usually three races before they get to the Gold Cup. So it's, it's a 1.30 to 5.30 kind of event. And uh, the... Uh, the prices I, I, I quoted to you are general admission. There right. are seats that are go for $12,000, you know, over there. <laughs> Some are $400. So we were in the general admission at the $15 per car. Now it's $100 to just go in. But there weren't betting windows or anything like that. Not, not, in, not in 1990 or so when we uh, went. Yeah. Now there is betting <laughs> offered. Really? Wow. Yes. Mm. Well, I'd watch it on TV if it's on TV. I'd watch it. <laughs> Thank you for your interesting report there, Larry, like you always give us. Uh, we're up to the baseball, baseball report yeah. and, and lockout stories. Yeah. And Fred, you have something to tell yeah. us? Yeah. First of all, as you probably know, the, the, they've ratified, the players have ratified the agreement by voting 20, 26 to 12, with the 12 negative votes being the entire executive board which is eight votes and four of the 30 clubs voted negative and those were the Mets Yankees Astros and Cardinals and the owners are having a conference call at six o'clock tonight to ratify the agreement and if that goes through as soon as that is done the, the lockout is over and there'll be players player transactions will be allowed and some of the highlights of the agreement uh, $700,000 minimum salary going up by $20,000 every, every year through the length of the, the agreement. The draft lottery will involve six teams to see who the order of the draft. There'll be the universal DH, as we know, and um, they will play 162 games. I believe that they're going to extend the season by a few days and play double headers, which will be nine inning double headers. Hey. Hey. Nine inning double headers, and there will be no more of that nonsense and extra innings of a runner on second base. Hey. Hey. So right. Back to baseball as we know it. Yeah, and then there yeah, will be with the CBT, it's going up this year. I think that was $230 million they agreed, which is something I said in the middle. I couldn't understand why they couldn't have resolved this earlier, just meet in the middle. And it's going to go up an average, I think, three or four million per year for the next few uh, for the next few years. And and you know, and there's another issue which, which I wanted to talk about a little bit. Not so much a lockout. Have you people heard about this new thing they're doing on Friday night baseball with streaming games on Apple, which will not be on over the, the air? So 
In other words, if there's, if there's Yankee Red Sox games or Met Phillies or whoever, you will not be able to, unless you have subscribed to, I guess, what I'm not yeah, sure how this, how this works, Apple. a streaming service. Apple. Unless you subscribe to that, you, you will not be seeing the games locally. Unlike football, which when, when, when games are done on a streaming service or, or cable, they're shown on local TV, these will not, it'll be like baseball is done with Facebook and YouTube. So you, you'll be out of luck unless you pay extra for the Apple TV streaming service. Plus, right? and, and also, I think opening day is going to be April 7th, I think they said, right. with the Can first spring training game, March 17th. Can I say something about what you just said, Fred? Go ahead. Uh, I, I have a nephew who could figure all that stuff out. And if you really want to watch those games, you'll be able to watch those games. Okay. <laughs> I'm not worried about it being on Apple. If the Yankees are playing the Red Sox and if I'm in the mood, I'm going to get my nephew to come over and figure out how to get it on my my big screen TV. And I bet <laughs> anybody else, anybody you, else would that's care. You, you are, are, that, 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 that's you, but a lot of people don't. Don't have nephews. Don't have no, nephews no. like that. Fred, that's Danny, you want to add to that, Danny? Yeah, yeah. Well, Fred, did they say anything about the uh, about the shift and also no, the, uh, no, the, the, the? No, the, there was talk the, about the that. Time, I, I, the, I haven't, I the, haven't the, heard anything about. Time, yeah, the, I haven't heard anything about on-field issues. I mean, I personally don't like the shift. I wish they would eliminate it, or I would like what Bobby Valentine suggested that you that you that you can't. Do the shift more than a certain amount of times per game. Um, I think the shift can the shift can be allowed. Just just make sure your your hitters learn how to hit to all fields. That's it. Yeah. That's, that's the whole thing. They get paid to hit. Don't like those. Tell me where I can't play. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Gerald, you, you can probably expect to see in the, the beginning of the season that the that they'll probably be losing a lot of like openers for pitches because if. If spring right. training games aren't going to start till March 17th and the season's going to start okay. April 7th, it's not a big ramp up time. Let's count how many That's years. That's next week. Right. right. That's a okay. week from today. Right. Right. Amazing. Exactly. Amazing. All right. One at right. a time here. Gerald. The spring uh, training start? I was going to say two things. Fred, yeah. there was no talk about expanding the roster in the first month of the I, season, I guess, right? They may, that that may may happen. I, th- I, I, would, I would assume that it would. They're talking about expanding the roster. Anything what like about that? the spring training issue? I'm going down uh, to Tampa on March 21st. Now, now, one, one other thing. I, to, I, I, know we'll never, I know we'll never get to know this, but considering the size of the Yankee and Met payroll, I'm fascinated to know why they would vote against the agreement. That, that I don't know. I just know who voted against We'll never know. Fred, how long is the agreement for? I think it's five years. Yeah, that's right. Well, we'll five years before this happens years. again. Right, right. Through, through the 2026 season. Okay, I'm sure it'll be on the news tonight, and you'll hear all yeah. about it tomorrow's papers. Read up on it. All right, thank you, uh, Fred. Thanks, Fred. We get our baseball back. Hey, we get our baseball Thanks, Fred. Uh, Ron, you had a story about the baseball cards you wanted to talk about? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, there's a story in the New York Post about... Uh, a driver for the uh, you, for the mail uh, mail service stole forty thousand dollars worth of trading cards <laughs> <laughs> on his route, and it, one of the cards was a Kevin Durant. Was it say a Kevin Durant card worth about two thousand dollars? And and when oh. the guy complained, he didn't receive it. 
that's when the investigation came up and the guy from uh, Kansas City uh, was, they caught him stealing cards from <laughs> these boxes and stuff. So be careful of your cards if you send them through the mail. Uh, How did they know it was cards? Wow. How did yeah. they know it was cards? Wow. Well, they were probably addressed to like PSA um, for, to yeah, have yeah. them uh, graded. Yeah. 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 All right. By the way, I saw an article, the Long Island Ducks. Are you guys still good and uh, want to get play no. ball? They're holding tryouts <laughs> April 9th at the ballpark. Uh, it's going to cost you $100 in advance to try out for the Ducks. The day <laughs> of, they're even letting you try out, but it'll cost you $125 to sign up. Wally Backman, uh, their pitching coach going to be there. Lou Ford's going to be there. So they're having tryouts to get the people on the team. Come on, Roger, me and you. We'll go down yeah. together. Yeah. <laughs> No, I can't hold my hand. My my fingers hurt. I can't. No, I, I thought we were doing curling, Ron. <laughs> okay, that, okay. Got that okay. All right, now, Rutger, our basketball. What do you have in basketball, uh, Ron? Well, I guess the big story for today is tonight the Nets play the uh, Sixers in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, ben Simmons won't be playing in the game, but he will be on the bench tonight. Mm. So, you know, watch. You know, obviously as a spectator, so. That's going to be interesting. Mm -hmm. And uh, boom, right? The boom. Oh yeah, yeah, they're going to boom. I mean, come on, the Philadelphia fans—they booed Santa Claus during they the boot, football game. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, and and then it's funny. Somebody brought up Doc Rivers. Should they do a tribute to him? I said. I said to myself, "There's no way yeah. they're going to do a tribute to him tonight." I mean. Wow. Uh, and who knows when he's going to be actually suiting up for the uh, the Nets. Maybe after this. I guess he, they didn't want this to be his first game back. No, you know? no, no. But, I mean, it, basically, that's all in basketball. I mean, it's not. Break up the Knicks. Break them, yeah. Oh, Knicks, yeah. Knicks, three in a row. Julius Randle for MVP. Yeah, Larry. Uh, Por uh, Porzingis uh, joined the the Wizards his first two games. He looked pretty good. Uh, I've never seen him play before, but it's very unusual for a seven foot three guy to have to, to have a thirty five percent field goal percentage at the three mm -hmm. at the three point line, mm -hmm. an eighty five percent foul shooter. Uh, he's he's averaged his career nineteen points, but he's. He's been on the uh, the Mavericks for three years, the, the the Knicks for four years. What's the story? Why is he leaving so many uh, so many teams? Anybody know? Can't stay I healthy. Think, I think with the, I think with the, Mary, right? I think with, I think with the Knicks, he asked out of New York. He was disgusted with the uh, front office. Mm -hmm. That was part well, of it, I believe. Yeah, he was fighting with the front office. Yeah, Dallas, uh, Dallas. I don't know. I guess I. I can only guess that Doncic, uh, you know, had I something thought, to do with it. I thought maybe his thirty million dollar salary had something to do with it. I don't know. But he's also, he's also he's also very brittle. He gets hurt a lot. Yeah, yeah. he can't. He you plays know, half the games. Yeah, I I know. He's a phenomenal talent. There's no doubt about it. Joe, Joe touched on the Knicks before, and I don't know if anybody had a chance to see the game last night. Yeah, I did. Uh, how bad did Dallas shoot last night? Yeah. I don't know. They, they left and right. 
they missed their first 19 they missed their first 19 threes and three-point shooting in the first half yeah. Oh my god. I I my only thought was of Mark Cuban where his seat is <laughs> under the basket. I don't know what he was thinking last night. <laughs> That's the most like, fun the Knicks had in how long? Yeah. Since since Nobody, since Monday night. Who knows? That game was culture, right? Yeah. Yesterday I was watching one of the talk shows. I don't remember the the, the, the woman host <laughs> in the mm-hmm. morning at 10 o'clock in the morning. Anyone know channel seven? Uh-oh. She had Sean Bradley on as a guest. <laughs> oh, seven foot six. Seven yeah. foot six. Yeah. Did you hear his story that he's paralyzed? Yeah. Yeah. Bike yeah. I didn't know about that. Now, Sean yeah. Bradley has been around for a while and uh, uh, he's been retired for a while, right? I, I oh, think yeah. he was in the original Space Jam with Michael Jordan. I think he was in there. But supposedly he was retired and for exercise he wanted to ride a bike. So they built a certain bike for him because he's so long on his legs, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and he just finished his workout. His wife, uh, her workout was jogging. So he rode a bike and she jogged different places, not together. He comes not far from his home to stop. And some car uh, hit the back of his bike Look. and knocked him flying. And he became paralyzed from the waist up. Good. Terrible. So uh, at first he couldn't move his hands, but now he's showing. Uh, I don't know when this happened. I don't remember what happened. You can look it up when it happened. He's able to move his hands now a little bit, but at first he couldn't do this. He's maybe one day I'll I'll be able to walk, but a spinal cord injury like Dave. that probably won't be walking oh. again. But Dave. Sean, you remember Sean Bradley, right? Yeah. Big guy, you know, uh, Roger Wack. Yeah, I, I can remember watching him. Fred, you would appreciate this. I saw some Ooh. ECAC holiday festival. He was playing for BYU. Right. Oh, Bring him yeah. on. Right. He, he came to <laughs> That's right. Real skinny, tall, bean pole. Yeah. 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 And March Madness is beginning. It began. Yeah. Uh, Fred, you want to add something? Well, I just want to have one add, one add about the Knicks. The Knicks announced today that Cam Reddish is out for the season. I really? Thought was, I thought that was shoulder cool. injury. Yeah. Well, with, with college basketball, it's a great time of year. I've been watching games all day today and yesterday <laughs> college college tournaments you got the big east tournament in new york where game tonight st john's and villanova maybe st john's can finally put it together make a run and win, win this tournament it's the only way to get to the ncaa tournament st john's had a great game yesterday last night they, they, they played really well after the first five minutes they did but there's been some amazing games with buzzer beaters i was just watching a game now boston college lost to miami by two points on a on a end-to-end uh, pass, I scored a ten, five tenths of a second to go. Early at Texas A&M, won a game. They scored a one tenth of a second. Just a, just a great day, great time of year. Uh, uh, Fred, how how mad do you think Jim Beheim is at his son right now? Oh, oh yeah, for that incident. Well, well, we had the other day during the game. Go ahead, Morgan. Supposedly punched somebody in the stomach during the he, game he and did. got. And got suspended for today's game against Duke. Which, so he's now, probably yeah. yeah, good friend. So as I say, so his, his college career is over, obviously, because I don't think Syracuse can go to the tournament. Not, but, yeah, but the, the thing is, Duke only beat them by like eight nine points. points today. Syrac- nine Syracuse, points. Syracuse stayed with them for a very good portion of that game. Is 
just to the end. It was a lot closer than nine points, really. Right. You think Syracuse will get in the NIT then, maybe? No, they're, they're 16 and 17. I don't think Oh, okay. Will. So they're out. They're out. Oh, they're out. All I right. don't think they will. Good for them. But, I'm not a big Syracuse. Any of you guys went to Syracuse? Yeah. I did. Oh, right. Steve's, Steve's a big Syracuse guy. I, I apologize, but <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then the, this uh, afternoon, the number one American seed, number Pro one Providence, had all they could handle against Butler. Butler was leading for most of the game. Providence caught him toward the end and won the game. Okay. Very interesting game tonight is Seton Hall UConn. So that's the late game in the Garden tonight. That I think and your Iona teams, lost yesterday. Yeah, yeah, they lost to a team that has a fourteen and eighteen record. Yeah. But they'll get in. They'll get in. They, they, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to get in or buy it. I mean, they have a very good record. They did beat Alabama. Listen, uh, it depends if the if that committee wants to take a second team from a from a mid major conference. But they have the coach. They have well, the coach. Who has I own. I own is assured of being in the NIT. Yeah, well. because the, the the NIT has the rule that if you win your conference championship but don't win your conference tournament. The regular season, you get an automatic bid for the NIT. So they'll, they'll be nice. playing. Well, and that's about it. I don't want to take up too much more time. Thank you. So well, too bad, too bad that the the, the selection committee does, works on Sunday. The brackets come out Sunday evening. Right. And then some of you guys who play the brackets, you do make your picks uh, like Monday and Tuesday. And Tuesday, they start having those. Uh, those playing games, right, first four games, and I, I thought it'd be fun if we can do that. But the time we come next Thursday, uh, it would have started already, and uh, right. can do that. So what I may do is, when those brackets come out on Sunday, if you want to play around, do your brackets. If you do brackets, you know, for fun, no money involved, and then uh, you'll have maybe at that point you could tell me your your final four. Uh, maybe I'll send an email out. You can email me back like Tuesday uh, with your final four that you did. We'll play a game. We'll see how well we do. It's fun. You got to scan our brackets and email them to you. Yeah. <laughs> you do that too? Do that too? Oh, no. Did you guys hear the story? Directly one and 9.2 quintillion. Sorry. Okay. Sounds good too. Did you guys hear the story about the, um, what's her name? Brittany. Griner, yeah, yes. WNBA player who was arrested in Russia. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You heard the story? Yeah, I haven't heard yeah. anything since. She was arrested for like supposedly she was caught with illegal vaping cartridges and uh, oil oil derived cannabis, and it so could carry a five to ten year sentence if proven guilty. Yep. A dog sniff, a, a drug sniffing dog uh, found it in her luggage. And you guys heard more stories about more information about this? No, not, not no. this one, but it can't be too smart to carry that stuff into certain areas. Where have, um, to, you should have some brains and knowing what you have on you. Uh, Mark, yeah, Stephen, yeah. They got, now they got the State Department involved in it, trying to uh, yeah. negotiate her out. No, she's a superstar. She's a superstar. Yeah. yeah. They think they think that Russia might be uh, planning to use her as a bargaining chip. Yeah, for whatever yeah. might happen, you know. My lord! All right. Oh, do we got any, any hockey news, boys? Or right, Gerald, do you want to add no, to that? We got a hockey. I I just wanted to add something about the NCAA tournament and the brackets. Yeah. The odds of getting all the brackets correct yeah. is <laughs> nine point two quintillion. 
Right. You want me to define a quintillion or not? No. Oh, we, we can look that up. We it's haven't lot, got enough time. It's a lot of zeros. Uh, Ron, any uh, hockey news that's important to us? Not, not too much. Rangers yeah. are still playing well. They had, they had a setback the other night. They had their backup goalie in, Georgiev, which is bound to happen. But when they have Shosturkin in, this trophy him being not only the Vezina Trophy winner, but the Hart Trophy winner, which is the MVP of the league. I, I was I was at the game last Friday night against the Devils, and he he is just amazing. On a breakaway, on on one play, he made two saves. It was unbelievable. He made the save in front of him, then he kicked out his left leg and made another save on this. The guy had a second shot at it, so. Now, I want to know something. I, I must have blinked when this all changed over as far as hockey goes. Remember, I'm not re religious into the hockey, but I made a list of certain goaltenders. There's very few American goaltenders. Ken Dryden. Vasilevsky, Russian. Yeah. Bobrovsky, Russian. Mm -hmm. uh, Jerry, Canada. Right? Uh, Saros. Finnish, right? Uh, Markstrom, Swedish. When did, when did this all become not American? Forever. Forever. Boys, Canadian. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Doc Lentz, oh, Harry Sorchuk. Uh, yeah. I'd like to mention Jump one other thing. They were all Canadian, weren't they? Right. Canadian, yeah. okay. Yes. Canadian-American, yeah. but this is, this is all Europe. What do you got? One thing. I just want to actually pep myself on the back a little bit if you don't mind yeah don't... go go go, go. okay go for so, it, so go for i don't it. know if you guys remember when uh russia invaded uh ukraine and there were ranger games coming up like that night yeah and i brought up something i said gee when when the ranger when the rangers are on the ice before the game the announcer would go let's say uh, the starting lineups uh, from Jericho, Long Island, they would say Adam Fox, and whatever country of origin they're from, he would mention their name. And of course, when he gets to Igor Shosturkin, Moscow, Russia. Mm. Sure enough, at the Ranger game the other night, they didn't do that. Right. They, they just said Adam Fox, number 23, Shosturkin, number 31. They left out the country a place of origin. So, when I that's exactly what they were going to do. What about Ovechkin? I mean, he's he's pro Russia. He's pro Putin. He's he's pro Putin. Putin. every yeah. time he has the puck, and rightfully so, because on his Instagram there's a picture of him and Putin. Oh, so what and are they going to do? I don't know, but I think someone may he, shoot him. And if well, the one good thing, um, Artemi Panarin, who's also from Russia is anti-Putin. Yeah. Because it, I don't know if you remember Listen. something like he got into a, a yeah. fight with Marshand, Brad Marshand one night. Yeah. We threw a glove at him. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, Marshand made a, a remark about his political uh, views. <laughs> but so Panarin uh -huh. is against Putin, where Ovechkin is pro-Putin. Interesting. So, as Ovechkin is, is inching closer and closer mm -hmm. to Gretzky, I wonder if something like this down the road, depending upon the U.S. involvement, 
down the road what they would do with Ovechkin. Could they bar him? Hang him. Uh, Hang him. Hang him. They're not going to do anything with the players. All right, we'll see. Down the line, we'll see. Uh, Gerald, then we're going to move on to football. Then Fred. Then Fred. And Fred. Yeah, I just want to say Michael. Michael. And Michael, go ahead, yeah, finish up. I, I, th I think at the Metropolitan Opera uh, a week and a half ago, there was supposed to be a Russian conductor, and they basically told him to get lost. Yeah. Really? I heard that. <laughs> right, I Fred, Fred yeah, they I, get you it? Yeah, yeah, I don't know if Ron noticed this. The other night when the Rangers played in Minnesota, the Ranger coach did a very nice thing. Rangers have three players who are from Minnesota, Miller, Lundgren, and I forget who else, Lindgren, there was so he started these three players so they, they would be introduced, you know, for the, the hometown fans. It was just a very, just an, a small but nice gesture that he did. Oh, I, I missed the opening. That's, missed that it. is nice. And the Wild won the game, right? Yeah, yes. five, two. That, that was All the right, game. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> Michael. Yeah. You know what I noticed? Uh, Ranger goal, if Shesterkin is as good as anybody you'd ever want to see in the NHL, he's as good a goalie as there is for maybe years, right? But over the years, when the Rangers had then Beesbrook and Davidson and Jacquemin and Richter and all, all these goalies, they're all tremendous goalies. And yet, I never was nervous watching a Ranger game when they had a backup goalie. The backup goalies were fine. The Rangers played really well, and that was it. There's something with the way they're treating Georgiev or something about him psychologically that uh, when he plays, it's almost a foregone conclusion. The Rangers are going to lose the game. Does anybody notice that? He's not as good. No, well, he's not, of course he's not as good. But in, in the past, the backup goalies held their own. Well, but I he, think a, a lot of it has to do with the workload. That's right. He is being played maybe once every 10 days or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But he, I, I still, it's, I think it's also mental with him a little bit. There you go. That's yeah, what I think. He's also a Russian. <laughs> All right, so let's go on to football, and we'll start with the Calvin Ridley story. Oh, boy. So you heard this one. The Falcons receiver, he, they gave him a one-year yeah. suspension. He'll Betting. play it. He'll probably get a little bit less on this for, betting, for betting on his own boy. team. He'll get a little bit less than a year. Why? Uh, why? He's dirt. Why? Well, He's dirt. Okay, first of all, they're, they're, they're putting it in parallel is the saying that some of these players who beat up their wives only got like five games. So what? He bet. He bet. He, he, bet, bet, he, okay. he bet on his team. Uh, okay. He bet on his team. All right. So there's pros yeah. and cons. Uh, his defense is that gambling is legal. Uh, he mm -hmm. was not part of the team when he bet. Uh, and that's why he wasn't. He, he has issues. That's why he wasn't with the team. He only bet a fifteen hundred dollars supposedly together. Doesn't Who matter cares? if he bet the Vegas. And uh, and now he lost eleven million dollars because of his contract. I believe. Good, good. <laughs> so you guys agree that one year is? Uh... Yes. Okay. No, I don't agree. You notice? Know <laughs> <laughs> it happened in previous right. cases. I can't say. Yes. Supposedly, the, the big problem was that. He made the bet, and he used his real name <laughs> on the sports book. So he's stupid on top. He used his own name. Supposedly, there's a, there's a checks and balances with uh, these companies. They know that he's a former player. They contacted the NFL. 
that was his uh, super, doing? super thing. Uh, Stephen, you want to add to that? Yeah, if you remember, Mark, you're too young, but some of us might remember Horning and Kairos. Was That's right, birth. 1963. And, and, they got yeah, a year and, off. Right, yeah. right, and they were, one of them was just betting cigarettes, supposedly. <laughs> yeah. But I do think you think there's anybody else betting? Of course, there's more people betting yeah. than only those guys. You think they're not everyone all not betting? That's Why legal not? now. I don't know. Um, Ron, uh, um, Roger, do you have anything on the Brian Flores situation? Uh, the only thing I heard, Mark, was that the, the Dolphins wanted him to do, go through arbitration, but he doesn't want any part of that. He wants it to, you know, the trial to be, you know, public view. So he refused <laughs> the uh, arbitration. So he's going full force for a, for a trial. Right. Idiot. Okay. All right. So the Packers and uh, agreed yeah. Aaron Rodgers to stay. Oh. Yeah. Once, stay. He, once he hey. said, I'm staying. Just a little bit longer. Everything else fell into play. The, the Wilson, run, run the Wilson show, trade. <laughs> I just, Russell I just wonder trade. how come nobody... Nobody mentioned how Shalene Woodley feels about that transaction. I heard they're back together. They were spotted on the beach walking <laughs> on hand in hand. Well, wouldn't you get back, to that? Well, wouldn't you get back together, Howie? That kind of money? Yeah. You don't think that the, uh, the, the Broncos in that trade gave up too much for Russell Wilson? How old is Russell Wilson? 32? 33, 33, I think. 33. Two first-round picks. Two second round picks, a fifth round pick, plus they gave him quarterback Drew Locke, Noah Fant, Shelby Harris, and Mark Gold. They need a quarterback. It's been a couple of years since. Uh, Howie? Yeah. Do you, uh, you have any understanding of what happened? Why Russell Wilson got traded? He, I understand part of it. He, he was known to be unhappy, I think, at some point last year. That, but that—that's what we yeah. heard out here. Uh, He's that, a great uh, player. Yeah, he was just and unhappy. Yeah, this year. With it. But uh, just a week ago, they I, said everything is fine. Yes, when they yeah, say when they say yeah. everything is fine, just go the other way. Always, yeah. always. Ron, Do they have anybody in the? They have anybody to replace him at the moment? No, no they're probably gonna. They're probably going to draft the quarterback, maybe go with Drew Locke in the meantime, yeah. unless unless they're in the Jimmy Garoppolo streets, so I don't know. Yeah, and but, but Howie, not, Howie would, San, would San Francisco guys. trade him to a team in their division? Yeah, that's they might not the trade question. Him they're happy that they're not going to face Wilson twice. Right. They are going to face them, though, this coming year because uh, oh, they know. play the AFC West, so they're going to play him once in Denver. Yeah. Um, yeah, Ron. But, one thing, I, I don't know if it's just me. I saw a few, I didn't watch uh, the Seahawks a lot this year, but the times I did, I don't know if anybody else noticed that Wilson looked out of shape a little bit. He looked kind of heavy to me, and it almost reminded me of Harden in, in Houston, like to wanting to get out of there, mm. like a Harden situation. And, you know, he mm. didn't really have a good year anyway. Right. And I just think, he just didn't care anymore. And yeah. he went, you know, so. but let's yeah, see if he comes. What do you have? A finger injury, I think. Yeah. yeah. He did on somebody's yeah, helmet. After, yeah, yeah. He came back from that, he still didn't look right. And maybe 
the bigger question that I have is, is Pete Carroll going to hang around for this rebuild? Yeah. Are they going to go for a, a, a top-notch quarterback and do a, a Rams time a quick rebuild? Because well, how- the team is pretty good. Yeah, how old is Carol? He's the oldest coach. Seventy. He is the oldest. He's seventy, Mark. I think he is the oldest coach. Yeah, he's seventy years old. Seventy years. I'll tell you one thing about Wilson. It's so nice to play in Colorado. It's just. (laughs) I don't want to sound prejudiced. It's so nice to be there. So the Colts, the Colts, get rid of Wentz after (laughs) one season. Yeah. Yeah. You think they blame him? You think for losing those yeah. last two games of the season? Yeah, yeah. they they said lack of leadership. Yeah. Yeah. Another question: What happened to Wentz? Got traded, Joe. No, I know that, but he would. Yeah. He won the quarterback uh, role in Philadelphia. Philadelphia got rid yeah. of. I can't remember the guy's name anymore, but he was a pretty good quarterback. Yeah, right. He's good when he's good. And then he gets. Then he gets but traded. It's traded again. It's very... Washington's going to pay his full salary this year, which I think is $28 million. Mm-hmm. And he's 29 years old. So, all right. The uh, the Washington commanders needed a quarterback. So let them play with him. And what about this Mitch, Mitch uh, Trubisky? Oh, yeah. There were stories that the Giants are interested in him, but why are the Giants interested in him if they want to go with Daniel Jones? And why would Trubisky even come over as a free agent? Maybe Maybe they'll push Daniel Jones if he yeah. knows Trubisky's his backup to play better. Pressure. Pressure. Yeah. was on the Bills last year mm-hmm. as a backup. Yeah. So obviously he knows that the Giants coach, Dable, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think he's going to sign with them. All right. We'll see. I, I would think he'd want to sign with a, a team that needs a starting quarterback. Like, like Tampa Bay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. And uh, yeah, Fred, yeah, continue. Yeah, I just I was flipping around the TV. They just said now that the Bears have agreed to trade Khalil Mack to the Chargers. Oh really? Yeah, for, for a second round draft choice this year and a sixth round next year. Is he? He's hurt though. He was hurt at the end of the year. Yeah. yeah. Back in the yeah. AFC West. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Remember, remember the trade when they made him for the Raiders? They draft, they traded about four or five draft choices, right? Yeah. 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 So meanwhile, the combine, the combine, is it still going on? Anyone? Not know? ended. It ended. Okay. And the big story last week was the Kenny Pickett story. Uh, they measure oh, they measure their their hands. Yeah, from finger, spread them wide to this finger, and Pickett's was only eight and a half. Right. And Joe Burrow is a nine, and mm. Patrick Mahomes is nine point two five. So, what do you mean control of the ball? I mean, right. That's right. Uh, that was a big story, and. Uh, I don't know. We should measure hours to see how long, how big a hands we have. Some, is it true what they say about big hands or is that big thing? It, it's, some, it's something to do with, with cold weather. If your hands are small, the ball slips out of your hand more easily. But they say the man to look for is this Malik Willis from Liberty. Yep. They say he's a, he's a good prospect down the way. So, Mark, where do you measure? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't do it. Did you hear about the Richard Sherman story? No. no. Remember a few yeah. months ago, we told you that he was supposedly arrested 
and got out for uh, charges of like seven inches. <laughs> Forget about it. I don't want to see you. I don't want to see you in the bathroom. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> the Bucks, Richard Sherman, pleaded guilty in Seattle to two misdemeanor charges. We talked about this a few months ago. Drunken driving and domestic disturbances last summer. Uh, but he, he, he pleaded down to no jail. He was arrested in July after police said he crashed into his in-law's Seattle home. His Ooh. father-in-law armed himself with a handgun <laughs> and fired pepper spray at Sherman to protect his family. Supposedly there was something going on with uh, Sherman and his either it's his wife, girlfriend, ex-wife, or something like that. But Richard Sherman makes the news. Yeah, uh, Gerald. Didn't, didn't Sherman go to Stanford? You would think he's a little bit smarter than all that? He's pretty smart. Yes. He would think so. Yeah. He would think so. Uh, Mental thing. Joe? Oh. Yeah, do you remember the Ray, the rant he went on when he was interviewed after a game? Yeah. Remember what <laughs> postseason game? A number of years ago, anybody I think remember it was, that? I think it was the Super Bowl. Was, that, was it the Super Bowl? Was that he lost the, the Super, Super Bowl? Bowl. He woman, was, yeah. A woman reporter asked him something—a very, you know, anodyne question—and he went off at her. He went nuts. He got a little temper. Yeah, that was the first temper. inkling that he was—you know—there's something going on with something. Him. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Howie. Well. With Sherman, that was a family squabble, and, and he's agreed to uh, some sort of mental illness type of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, two years probation, something like that. Yeah, but, uh, I got another thing uh, with the Packers, with Rodgers re-signing, there's a story out of Green Bay in that they may make Jordan Love the uh, who they trade up for as his replacement. They may make him available okay. in a trade uh, because they'd rather have a uh, seasoned veteran backing up Rodgers in, ca in case he gets injured rather than Jordan Love, who's hardly played. So we may see Jordan Love on the hitting uh, block. Serves hmm. them right for picking them uh, <laughs> so high in the yeah. draft. And the Deion <laughs> Sanders story. Oh, man. Oh, man is right. Had two uh, toes amputated yeah. this week. No. Well, remember during the season, he was he was coaching for Jackson State, I believe, Jackson State, and he was he was he had an injury. He had surgery on something on his uh, his foot, and it he was riding around on on the court on the on the on the field in a golf cart, and that's how he was coaching. Supposedly, he got blood clots from that surgery, and the toes Ooh. turned black. And they had to amputate his big toe and the toe next to it. Oh, wow. That's right. So he's not going to be as fast as he used to be. Oh, right. A little slower. Yeah. By the way, Mark, you I think, think I could beat him now? No. <laughs> yeah, Michael, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, if you want to Google it, I've mentioned this before. One of the greatest inside the park home run you will ever see was when Deion Sanders did an inside the park home run and he literally flew from third base to to, to home plate to, uh, to finish off the inside the park home run. And if you recall, my trivia question was the outfielder got hurt, was out for the rest of the year, and that was Bo Jackson. But uh, Deion Sanders as a base runner, unbelievable. Uh, there were two deaths 
uh, in the sports field. Uh, one was the boxer, Ron Stander. And you guys right. remember Ron Stander as a heavyweight yeah. boxer in the early 70s? No, never heard of him. Uh, he yeah. died from complications from diabetes. Yeah. So go have another black and white cookie, Mark. Um, he fought his <laughs> That's a joke, by the way, guys. So he fought Joe Frazier. That was his big oh, highlight so of his 13-year career. Yeah. He was known as the Bluffs Butcher. From because he's from Council Bluffs, Iowa. <laughs> ah, yeah. uh, he was 23 and one and one when he lost. Uh, so let's say he beat Ernie Shavers. We remember him early in his career. Sure. When he lost yeah, to yeah. Frazier in four rounds, he was 23 one one, and he ended his his career at 38 21 and three. He fought from 69 to 82. Ron Stander is 77 years old. He's gone. And then here's a name I bet nobody, I bet no one on this panel would have heard of this person. But I thought it was interesting to bring Shane Wayne. Anyone? No, no. Shane Wayne, 52 years old. Oh, yeah. Australian cricket legend. Uh let me read this. He was an artful, he was an artful and record-breaking spin bowling. This is all cricket terms on the cricket field and had lots of controversy off the pitch. That's they call the pitch, the field, wow. the pitch. Uh, he's rem- he was remembered by athletes, actors, prime ministers, and rock stars. He died of a heart attack in Thailand. Uh, Mick Jagger, Elton John, Hugh Jackman, Russell Crowe were some of the people who spoke highly of Mr. Shane Wayne. He was like the, like the Wayne Gretzky of, Chris, of cricket. Wow. Wayne mm-hmm. Shane. God, if I only knew how to play cricket. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know one of those games. Huh. See what's going on. <laughs> Danny, any bowling news? Well, you know, the, the, uh, the, the professional tournaments that are going on are very interesting. Now they're getting into the... Um, what they're calling the uh, the world championships, all televised on channel on on Fox. Um, basically, it is that the pros have the challenge of of uh, bowling on different patterns, you know, oil patterns on the lanes, and they're making it very very challenging. For example, uh, in a tournament, uh, the doubles tournament this uh, last weekend, when they would bowl the ball, the bowlers would bowl on two different lanes, of course. One lane would have oil that was uh, uh, laid down at 38 feet. In the next lane, it would be laid down at 42 feet. Uh, it makes the bowlers use different balls, different, uh, um, uh, different trajectories through the pocket. Uh, it makes yeah. it a big challenge. Uh, personally, I'm still having decided. Uh, there's a uh, senior handicap bowling tournament at Harold Lanes this Sunday. Uh, I don't have decided yet whether I'm going to enter or not. I have a finger that's a little bit injured. See how I feel on Sunday morning. If I want to spend the money, it's a $90 entry fee. And uh, I haven't bowled in a big uh, uh, handicap tournament in, in a long time. I bowled in a small one back in December at Harold Lane's. I finished in second place. So, mm. so that was nice, but there wasn't that many entries. Only about 20 or 30 bowlers in it. Uh, still pretty good. Still yeah. very good. Danny, do you, yeah. you, never, you never bowled professionally, right? Semi, you could say. I used to uh, bowl back in the 70s 
You did. In early eighties, I used to I used to tour with a Kegler Bowling Club. Oh. We used to bowl in uh, in different uh, places around the tri-state area every weekend on in the in tournaments. The best I ever did was sixth place in one tournament. Um, but it was a lot of fun and a lot of sign money that was was born along those lines. But it was an investment. <laughs> it was a bunch of us who used to get together and golf. Um, they used to have a big, big tournament, the old Edison Lanes in, in, in New Jersey, which unfortunately doesn't exist anymore. That was an amazing place. Edison Bowl was 112 lanes. Wow. A suspended roof. There was no, no poles. Uh, if you stood on lane one and looked at lane, lane 112, it looked like a pinhead. It was like uh, it was over two football fields. Wow. You know? And it was it was separated in three different sections in the different type of conditions that they would have. That's what I think we should It was very, very challenging and it was a lot of fun. It was like, you know, I used to go out there and uh, this is before I got married, we used to do all this, this type of bowling. So uh, weekend bowlings. And um, there's, there's still a lot of tournaments around. And uh, uh, this this one, I just found, I bought Harold Lane's and I just found out through an email that there's a tournament this weekend. It's going to be a lot of interest. Uh, I have to decide on the Sunday morning, it's, it's it's only a single entry, one squad. You know, most tournaments uh, on the amateur level is uh, they give you the opportunity to bowl in different squads. So basically, if you if you bowl bad in one, you says, "Geez, you know, I think I can do better. I'm going to re-enter," and you put up more money and you go to the second squad. Mm. But this is this is a one-shot deal, uh, which could be good, it could be bad. But as I was talking to a guy last night at the regular league bowling. He says, you know, we have the advantage that most people that come to Harold Lanes never bowled there before. And we have the advantage, this is our house, so we know how to throw the ball here. And um, never knew that situation. The home, the home, home, home field advantage, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. My lord, I guess so. I guess absolutely so. gotta be in it. All right, well, I know it's Howie back in the day. Howie, you there? Remember Whitestone Lanes? Oh, yeah. Howie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Our, was our home lanes, yeah. Back it's still, it's still there. Still there. Still around. Right, right off the Whitestone yeah. Expressway. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thank you, uh, Danny, for that. We got about okay. 10 minutes or so for questions, yeah. trivia questions, of course. And we all love this portion of the show. So why don't we start with Michael? Thank you. Name a pitcher who got into a lot of fights when he was a kid. So he was named after the boxer Bobo Olsen and named the movie actress that he got engaged to in 1962. Bolinsky. Oh, Bolinsky. Jane, Jane, Jane Mansfield? Mamie Van Doren. Mamie Van Doren. Very good, very good. All right, I, I want to follow up. I want to follow up. Follow up. So... Previously, we had an inside the park home run by Deion Sanders. And the outfielder, who was Bo Jackson, had to come out. And what had he done previously? And what did he miss out on because he had to come out? He probably was in line for the cycle. Yeah. Close, but it had to do with hitting. So it wasn't a cycle. Three home runs. Three, three home runs. runs. Three home runs. He didn't have a chance for the, for the fourth. fourth. Oh, oh, wow. Interesting. Good thing. Good thing. Wow. Thank yes. you. 
All right, let's move on. Who else we have? Uh, Gerald, question. Who hit the most home runs in the major leagues in the 1950s? Uh, Hank Aaron. No. Duke Snyder, no. Gil Hodges. Yes, Duke, Duke Snyder. Snyder. Duke Snyder. 326. I you that one, he had Jeff. five straight yeah. years of 40 or more home runs in that decade. Yeah. I got I one. That one. Uh, Tinker to Evers to Chance. We all know that. Tinker to Evers. Yeah. What was their first names? Joe Tinker. Joe, Joe Tinker. Johnny Evers. Frank Johnny Evers. Chance. Frank Chance. Frank. Frank. Wow. Very good. Good. Next. Fred? Hey, talking about Deion Sanders and Bo Jackson, what colleges did they go to? Oh, wow. Jackson went to Auburn. Yeah. Auburn, right, right. Auburn, right. Deion Sanders, Florida State. Uh, Florida State. That's right, Florida State. Seminoles. All right, since you knew those Tinker to Evers to Chance, who played third base? Mm. Harry Steinfeld. Very good, Harry Steinfeld. Talk about that, Mark. <laughs> All right, who's next? Okay, okay. Uh, Gerald? What 300-game winner in the major leagues had the same number of career, total career hits and total career victories? Wow. Oh. Only had Warren Spahn. Right, 363. Yes. I think we had that question a while ago. Yeah, okay. we did. A long time yeah. ago. <laughs> it been like a we show did. 15 or something. Uh, <laughs> Danny. Yeah. The movie Ben-Hur. What did uh, Ben Hur have in common with um, with a famous Met pitcher? Famous what pitcher? A Met pitcher. Mm-hmm. Ben Hur. What Ben Hur have in common with a famous Mets pitcher? Charlton Heston. It was Ben Hur, right. right? Right. Yeah. Okay. That's went to the same went to the same college. No. <laughs> no. Has something to do with Charlton Heston? Charlton Heston. Well, no, no. no. He, he, he played Ben Hur in the movie, right? All right. Ben Hur, a pitcher. You have a hint for us? Was, Any hints? He was yes. I, I I just tell you, he was rower number forty-one. Ah, Siva. I'm Siva. He was what? Roman number forty-one. He was rower number forty-one. <laughs> rowing the ship. When he was a slave on the ship, Mark. Correct. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Correct. Was that Correct. early in the movie? Even Boyd. Well, later on. I was showing the movie on uh, on Turner Classic Movies yesterday. I had to be flipping through it. I caught that uh, part. Yeah. You know, so, and I was reminded of that. Roll <laughs> number 41. There you go. So what pitcher in baseball has recorded the most complete games? Who recorded the most? Cy Young. Cy Young. Oh, 749. I don't know oh, how they yeah. counted in those days. I don't know why they counted. Well, the games are only an hour and 15 minutes. Who was the first major league uh, African-American player to be inducted into the Hall of Fame who did not, who did not play in the Negro Leagues? Mm-hmm. Wow. Larry Doby. Frank no. Robinson? Oh, no, no. Kirby, no. Pu- Kirby Puckett? No. No, it's right too late. Uh, yeah. uh, Joe Morgan? No. Ernie Banks? <laughs> no. African-American. Why that? Bob Gibson? 
Yes, oh, 1981. Wow. Good, friend. Good guess. Yeah. All right. Okay, Michael. Here we go. Who are the only two men to win league MVP, World Series, and All-Star Games? MVP, all MVP, and they, I'll give you a hint. They, all, they, they both have the same last name. In the same year, Mike? Smith. No. no Mike, but, uh, <laughs> Frank, and, Frank and Brooks Jones. Robinson. You got it. Right. Frank and, oh, very good. What country has won the most World Cups in soccer? Brazil. Brazil. Italy. Brazil, Brazil is correct. Brazil. Oh, wow. Five. Five. Wow. Gerald? Who was the only major league slugger to hit over 600 home runs and never win an MVP award? Tommy. Jim Tommy. Yes. Tommy. 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 It's the biggest yeah, secret yeah. around, Tommy. Yeah. Who thinking the yeah, guy would have six, 600 yeah. home runs? Anybody else? All right, Michael again. All right. In the last 75 years, who are the only pitchers to have 20 win seasons for three different teams? Mm. Aloyd Perry? That's what I was One. Thinking. Oh, very good. Uh, Maddox? No. Maddox. Roger Clemens? Clemens. Yes. Clemens, oh, yeah. Is there one more? Clemens and uh, Perry. That, is there one more? Three, three, uh, uh, 20, 20, 20 win seasons for three different teams. Just those two guys. Oh, so just oh. those two just guys. Just those two. Right. Right. So we answered. Okay, move on. Clemens and Perry. How about this one? Okay, Gerald, you want to give yours game? Who was the first uh, major league pitcher to win consecutive Cy Young Awards? Consecutive. Mm. Consecutive. Kofax? First? No. Wasn't Kofax? No. Was it Don Newcomb? No. No, he went to. No. Cy Young only started Cy like Young. 56 around that time, right? Right. So who won two Cy Youngs back to back? Uh, okay. And it wasn't Kofax. Well, it's not Kofax. So it has to be before, 60, before the mid-60s then. Uh, no. Maddox? No. Wait, Kofax won back-to-backs, didn't he? No, I don't think he did. I don't think so. Okay, what maybe I'm wrong. What team? 60. What team? All right, I'll give you a hint. He played for the Cardinals and Phillies. Among Paul, other teams. Paul, Steve Steve Paul, yes, yes. Yes. Okay, we're gonna Go ahead, Fred. What what pitcher? Very good pitcher for the Pittsburgh Pirates, the 1960s. Same last name as a food. Bob Veal. Bob Veal. Bob Veal. I was gonna say Vernon right. Law, but no. Yeah. <laughs> Who was the first player in baseball to have 50 or more home runs in a season? But not lead the league. Hmm. Oh. Uh, Give you a hand, uh, 1938. Oh, yeah. You're right. You're right. Uh, Fox was second to Greenberg. Right. Wow. Very good. Very nice. Who else? Give me Fox. All right. Okay, we've got a few more minutes. Uh, Michael. I don't think Nelly Fox is 50. Who no hit the Mets? Who no hit the Mets when they won the, the year they won the World Series in 1969? 
Bob Moose. Bob Moose is right. Bingo. I think I was at that game. I left early. It was that that shit. Even then, Mark. You left. (laughs) I used my blood. Of all the NHL, here's a hockey question, boys. Of all the NHL teams, city with their nickname, like New York Rangers, which one has the longest in time in terms of letters? Which city with their nickname is the longest in letters? The Wolverines. Talking about NHL. Oh, yeah. Nice. Las Vegas, Las Vegas Golden Knights. You got that one too. Very That's good. Right. <laughs> Very good. Boys, a few more and we'll go. Anybody else? No more? We stumped? All right. You want to go eat dinner? Dinner. Reservation in 25 minutes. All right. All right, guys, I want to say goodbye to you. And uh, yes, once again, I have to always say, I thank you for joining us this week. Show 97. We have 98, 99, 100, and, and beyond. And, and Gerald, I want to talk to you either later today or tomorrow or next week about what we discussed in the uh, past the 100. Okay. okay. I, forgot, I forgot what we discussed. <laughs> I didn't write it down. I don't write it down. I forget. Okay, guys, be good. See you soon. Be safe. Uh, Enjoy life. Once again, Thank you. Stay safe, everyone. Take care. Thanks for coming aboard. Thanks, Mark. Bye, guys. Thank you.